So only a few of us, or only a few uh, brave-hearted individuals get up at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hit a bar, local watering hole, a pub, or whatever, wherever you may be, to watch English Premier Soccer. Now this happens, this is sweeping the nation over the last decade, especially since they've you know, kind of made it major market television and pumped lots of money into advertising. But I did read, and I know you, you along with a bunch of other Geordies, if you yes. will, met at your, uh, your spot, Abbey Burger in Mount Washington uh, at 7 a.m. for a derby. And you said it was the first because your local rival hasn't been in the Premier League for a few years, correct? Yeah, correct. So, like, yeah, exactly what you said. Our local rival. We haven't played them since 2016. Okay. Hold on one sec. Yeah. That was a lot of jargon. I feel like that uh, Wes just yeah. spit out there uh, for the, for the for the layman. Uh, Wes is speaking about British soccer. That's mm. what they're talking yeah. about. Yes. And because of the time difference, Alan has to be an alcoholic. Uh, what once a week, once a month? How often is this? Uh, well, I go like what what. Basically once a week, every weekend. Um, but not seven a.m. It's not usually at seven a.m. though. That's yeah. That's a difference in this one. Okay. That's a special difference in this one. Um, were there any other definitions you needed? What else did you say? Um, okay. Well, I just want to make sure everybody's uh, yeah a derby. We don't. I don't know what that. I don't even know what that is. Um, and let's see. Uh, and also that means that because it's English soccer, that the team that you were playing was formerly basically in AAA ball. And they won, so now they've come up and they are in the uh, the top ranking league again, in order to face your team. So you're understanding how the up and down works, uh-huh. but in this instance, the scenario is wrong, and I'll explain it to you here in a, in a second. Okay, so, just making uh, sure the people yeah. that don't give a shit, I got you. Give man. some of a shit. I got you. I'll give you. A, I'll give you uh, the la- the Americans version of this, right? So. Uh, like you said, yes, Derby is a local rivalry. So it's like, um, I would more liken it to like, we were explaining this to people, and I would liken it to like Ravens Redskins. You know what I mean? Like, not not so much Ravens Steelers, where like, even though that's probably a more bitter rivalry, this is more like, it's it's much more local. So, again, they're very local, 12 miles apart, I believe it is. Um, they've hated each other since literally like the 1800s because it's England. Um, so, fuck it, this is the first time we played them in t- since 2016. And back in those days, we were bad. Um, so we had lost. I think we drew that last one. We, we had lost six in a row prior to that. So it's bad fucking news. It ruins everybody's fucking day. Ruins everybody's fucking mm-hmm. month. So... To answer the other question from her, we, they did not come up. They are still in the league below us. They are still in the triple A of English soccer, if you will. Uh, and the way that we got drawn was in a separate tournament, a separate tournament that happens during the season called the FA Cup. And that tournament, it's randomized draws. And randomly we got drawn to go to their place for the first time since 2016. Mm. And it had... England all abuzz because it's a fucking pretty major like 
If you Google it, it ranks up there with like those guys that chop heads off in Brazil and fucking like all types of crazy shit. Like proper English hooliganism. Um, so, yeah, like Wes said, I got up 730 to go to the bar with 40, 50 other people and got pretty saucy uh, mm. early in the morning to watch our team win. That was great. But Wes sent us out this article about uh, management at the our rivals club. That club is Sunderland. Uh Making a big, big fucking PR mistake and uh, basically having the fans rage against them the night, two nights before this big game as they were hosting their rivals. And uh, what they did was they basically rebranded places in their their own home stadium, our black and white colors. They are red and white. So, like, there is a hospitality suite in, like, the club level, if you will, called the Black Cats Bar. And they pasted up fucking, like... Different variations. There's like two different regional variations of a saying, and they put ours up there. And they put some black and white posters and some like just decked it out for us, the visiting team, their bitter rival, for some odd reason. And the fans went absolutely fucking apeshit. Like the owner had to make a statement like two nights before the game, apologizing. They had to take all the shit down and like. They the fans felt like they were rolling out the red carpet for your boys, and they were. Let's be honest, they really were. Well, doesn't that actually kind of accomplish the mission that they wanted in the first place, where you want to get your home fans all riled up and juicy for the game, so they can be all just ballistic and just raging like the hooligans they are? It's like they put they put your goddamn corners up in my my home, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piss on your fucking face and yeah. and and and, and yes. make out with your wife. You know, yeah. like, isn't that what you wanted? So didn't it, didn't it work out? Yes. I mean, yes and no. I think they got, it happened in a bad way. It backfired. Like, it didn't get them raging in a good way. It got them raging in a bad way. And there's, there's layers to this. Like, if they had met us in the Premier League, we probably would have been only allowed to travel with, like, two to 3,000 fans. But because the FA Cup has special regulations, we asked if we could bring 6,000. And they were like, sure, why the fuck not? So we also, like, displaced season ticket holders. It's a, It was a big fucking to-do. Sunderland, clearly, by the Associated Press's fucking standards, deemed it a big, big enough to mistake to write an article and be like, yeah, this fucking English football team really fucked up. It'd be like if we painted the fucking M&T Bank Stadium burgundy and gold before a fucking playoff game. Like, come on, man. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I'm not defending the guy. He probably, I, 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 you'd like to think he just made an honest mistake, but obviously he didn't. Um, but who's spending the money? I mean, I guess that comes down to it. Like, is your, maybe if you're, I would just come out and be like, look, if you wankers would show up to the game, maybe we'd paint it in our own colors. But since you don't, got to paint it in theirs. Got to welcome the people with the cash. They, they're they bringing the pocketbooks and they're bringing the, they're bringing the, the pounds or whatever the fuck you call those things over that's, there. Yeah, I think that's what they are. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like, we, I, I'm just trying to make us some money here. All right. They're coming. They're 10 miles down the road. They're going to come in here and actually buy the $10 beers that you wankers won't fucking purchase. And that's it. Let's not, that's it and, right there. He just couldn't say it out loud. Wankers buying $10 beers. And, and don't forget, you did say, and this may have been true, make out with your wives. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets pissed off, and I'm going to get here. Is this your mate? That's my mate. Mwah! What do you yeah. think now? Poof! Okay, yeah. let's go watch footy. Well, here. Here's the, here's the salt <laughs> in the wound. Uh, at least I feel. So... In England, 
they separate supporters. Like we ain't mixing. We ain't at M and T Bank sitting next to Yankee fair like or or came to yard sitting next to Yankee fans or M and T sitting next to Steelers fans. That's not happening. They don't allow that shit in England. Period. You are separated. Uh, and so when you're the away team and you're the away team's fans, you typically have to wait around about an hour or so after the end of the game because they let the home stands filter out and then they let you guys out. That's for dumb. Reasons. For safety reasons, for safety reasons, you'd let the visiting team out first so they don't have to wade through the sea of people that are, like, local. That's fair, but they do a pretty good spot, job of, like, dispersing them. They don't let them, like, loiter around the stadium. But it gets dicey in the back streets on these on these particular occasions. So, anyway, they left us in this end with this fucking hospitality bar that they had painted and then unpainted in our colors. Well, just so happens that uh, they had a little bit of a network issue and the credit card machines went down. Uh, so they had pre-poured all these beers and were just giving them to Newcastle fans because what were they going to do with them <laughs> for free? And so not only did they paint our, the bar our colors, we came in, they let us fucking display season ticket holders, we whooped their ass at home, and then fucking they gave us free beers at the end of it just to fucking treat us nice. So much for those 10-pound beers you were talking about, Murr. <laughs> so much for the money they were going to spend. Yeah, thus the apology letter. <laughs> That's the least he could do. Right, I guess. What's hey, next? What, Free tickets. What are you guys? The Magpies? Is that your? Uh, your we team? are. That's yeah. it. Now you see. Now it looks sounds like a lot of Magpie fans going to be equally some Derby fans. Uh, yeah, it's true, man. Look, <laughs> hey, we love it. We were like, you know what? It's time for them to come back because we are at this level now, and we'll just kick their heads in for the rest of eternity, and that'll be nice. We'll like you, that. That'll be it's, fun. It's funny, though, that you say how close they are because that would be like – it's almost like here in Cecil County, it would be like the, you know, the five county teams that we have and, and you're, you're only a fan of one because people forget how small that island is. There's a bunch of TikTok videos of like people in England like saying how far – I have to drive all the way from Wankershire to Lechtenshire. Yep, those are places. <laughs> and and, uh, and and they're only like 30 minutes apart. And there's like British guys that live here in America, and they're like, all right, you guys, you guys over in the UK need to quit bitching about how far things are. Because when people here say they have to drive a ways, they'll drive two hours one way and not complain until it's three hours one way. Yeah. You might be in the same state as long as they're like Texas. You will be in Texas the same amount of time it would take you to cross our entire country. Like Americans are boss when it comes to traveling. And over there, I can't believe the concentration of professional sports teams mm. in like geographic regions. Yeah. It's wild. London's crazy. But yeah, man. I mean, you're right, because like I didn't know. I mean, I knew it was small, right? But like, I the first time we went, we landed in Manchester, but we were going to Liverpool because that's cl that was closer airport than to London. It was a 40 minute drive from Manchester to Liverpool. Huh? Hope you packed the lunch, mate. It's gonna take a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, all right, this is it. This is these are major cities here. Okay, well, let's do it. But, yeah. like, it's a good time. Like, if you think about, like, a, a city 
the size of London. What's London? Four million? Four and a half? London's London's huge. Like London itself is pretty intimidating. Uh, yeah. Think about like let's let's liken it to or compare it to something like the size of Chicago. <laughs> London population is eight point nine million. Okay, Dang never it. mind then. That's that's just yeah, so New, York. New York. New York City. Okay, yeah. yeah it's 8.3. And, and, um, you figure you have, you have two football teams. You know, we'll we'll spare the fact that they play in Jersey. Two football teams. Kind of three hockey teams. Jersey does play in Newark, and then the the Islanders play in but Long Island, or I didn't even know what it's by Bel uh, by the Belmont. You have two basketball teams and two baseball teams. Now, and that doesn't even count minor league teams. You, you have forgot about the Rangers out. too. No, I, th- I said three hockey teams. Okay, Rangers, yeah, Island, yeah. Right? but I was saying like I was basically describing teams that don't play in the you know city we know as New York City. So that's nine sports teams. Nine professional sports teams, not counting on the minor league teams. Fuck, I outside of the Coney Island Yankees, which are a single A baseball team, I have no clue of other minor league teams. I'm sure there's plenty of them, but just turn those all into football teams, or in this case, soccer teams. You know, that's about how many like how many Premier League teams play out of London? What seven Premier League teams? Yeah, top top uh... top tier. So I'm actually looking. I was just looking at it right now because I was trying to think. It's like. If I was Chelsea, if I was Arsenal. Saying. So, uh, yeah, Crystal Chelsea, Palace. Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Tottenham, Brentford, Fulham, West Ham. Those okay. are the Premier League London clubs. And then you're, you're likely going to get a team, you know, coming in, coming out, making out with someone's wives, you know, fresh, fresh new set of wives come in every year. Think about yeah. that. Huh? But then you've got like, you keep in mind that there's London clubs that in that also in the championship that come up and down fairly regularly right like you know what i'm saying so like yeah there's a ton of fucking clubs in london it's you can't really drive anywhere without hitting like a a professional football student i know in in that in that crazy that like i mean i for me to get to an orioles game i mean that's it's got to be an event it's got to be like a game it's got to be man because i mean that means i'm gonna have to drive 45 minutes just to get to baltimore I'm going to have to find a place to park. I'm going to pay all this money for parking, for tickets, for this. Like, it's an event where, like, like I said, if, if it was, if we were like them, I would have, like, my pick of the litter just right around the corner everywhere I go. Even to get to yeah, Aberdeen, figure, it's going to take me 30 minutes. Yeah, I figure where you live, uh, Newark, Delaware would probably have a, you know, a, not a top tier team, but a, you know, knocking at the door, level two, level one team. Yeah, man, it's wild. like I, I'm just trying to think of like the days. That, so there was a day that we went. So we went to a game at Tottenham, which is north in North London. But like during the day, we were fucking putzing around, looking at you know fucking sights and shit. And fucking we were. I guess it's West London. I think that's where it is. It's Chelsea. So we drove by Stamford Bridge. Born and raised, of course. Yeah. So we drove. We drove by Stamford Bridge. We're like, oh, hey, that's that shithole that Chelsea plays in. And then drove drove by. And then later that evening, or later that afternoon, stopped in to fucking Arsenal to the shop because Kelly needed to buy something for her cousin. And then we took some pictures and we're like, hey, we're fucking Arsenal. Look at us. And then we fucking got in a cab and went to Tottenham and went to the game. Like, that was a day in the city. Walking past 60,000 person venues yeah just you know right here and there it, well, shit, fucking the, 
Tottenham and Arsenal are fucking 80. 80 and 90,000. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> the new stadium at Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. That's a big... Arsenal's huge. Chelsea's, I think, like 40, 50, something like that, I think. I... I guess it's a good, is it just because they're so old, like the England's so old that the, yes. over time it's just like the, 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 before cars they had all these sports teams or sporting events going mm-hmm. on and they're like and as time grew on they just evolved into these actual like professional stadiums and sports teams that are right down the road. You know, here's a fun fact for you. You know where? Okay, so Princess Diana. Uh, like they were wealthy, but they weren't like wealthy like the rest of the the royals are. Mm-hmm. But they had like you know they had chateaus and shit like that. You know where you know how they made their money? No. They were old money too, old money. Like we're talking like Standard Oil type money. In the fifteen hundreds, of course, her, her great 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 grandfather was one of the premier sheep, premier sheep. Uh, what do you breeders? Yeah. So he was a sheep breeder. So you're talking about a family that's worth, like, net worth was, like, almost a billion dollars because of 1500s money that got put in the bank because some guy just let a bunch of sheep bang in a field. Like, that's old. That's how old that money is. Not they didn't invent anything. They didn't design something. They did, there's no patent for anything. They're sheep dick and sheep twat and bleh. And mm. we'll, put that, ah, we'll put these shekels in the bank. And over that much time, enough interest had occurred, accrued that they had that much money, that they were part of the royal family. They they even built bleachers and paid, you know charged admission, had <laughs> had vendors, beers and ale. You could watch the whole event. You could watch a big sheep orgy. <laughs> this one right here this is one of our beds of stallion. Yeah, like here's a, this isn't here's just an example like uh, of sheep fucking boy. Yeah, I can't well, wait. Yeah, definitely. Got? Definitely of sheep fucking. Um, one second. By the way, middle class holds everyone around and Fox Man. Is probably, I, I want to say this is probably like the 70s, 60s, 70s. So that's mm-hmm. what Newcastle Stadium looked like in the 60s and 70s, right? This is what it looks like now from the same mm-hmm. direction. To, uh, so like to this is the to... Gallagate End stand. As you can see, it was just standing. It was like these standing paddocks. So it once looked nice, and now, <laughs> well, now it's in. Yeah, it's in. It's and it's smack downtown. Like if if you're looking this way, it's just city. Damn! Imagine see those little fuckers to the right there, the lower lower right corner. Imagine getting right. a flat there. Whew! Yeah, that'd be nice. Wow. Would it? What a bunch of hooligans just beating the piss out of each other in the streets after a game? I mean, yeah, because yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be watching, saturating <laughs> your backyard point. with urine. <laughs> Someone asking you where the sheep are. <laughs> are sheep around here? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for letting me talk about my favorite thing that nobody else likes. Uh, that's all right, man. No, I, I I've enjoyed you at said Well, that's not true. I joined you at seven a.m. once in Fell's Point and thought I was going to die because I hadn't been. I didn't go to sleep until 3 a.m. I got up at 6.30 and got a cab before Ubers, by the way. Got you. Got met you over there. I was like, oh, boy, this might be bad, Alan. Yeah, because it immediately starts with shots of Jameson and fucking pints of Guinness. <laughs> My God. Yeah. That's what I, I immediately was like, Guinness and the Jameson, please. Thank you. And I just, like I don't know. I got to be honest. I am fascinated by, like, alternate sports cultures. You know, I know what the NFL is all about. I know what, you know, baseball is pretty tame as far as the professional sporting out yeah. professional sports yeah. outing in america is concerned it's like 
it's hot dogs and beer. That's pretty, you know, you know, a little heckling here and there. Uh, I mean, you look at like the bills. I mean, my God, they're, I mean, tailgating is just, God, they're, they're diving through fucking flaming tables and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's performance art. Yeah. Yeah. But no, man, Hey, I think you'd like, I think you'd be into it and you don't got to wake up crazy early. Like, like Wes said, I think a lot of growing popularity is the fact that it's like on in the morning on your weekends while you're cooking breakfast or while you're fucking hanging out doing nothing like it's the it's the professional sports that's on your television and it's not that not all that unenjoyable check it out you're really sound it there alan <laughs> I, look i know my audience here man your guys are gonna be like yeah fuck that shit so yeah if you're bored one morning over your pancakes it's not all that unenjoyable <laughs> i have a, i have a good time <laughs> Middle class schools, everyone, Fox, man, Alan, and Murr. All right. We're going to get to some animals. We've talked about sheep. We've mm-hmm. talked about magpies. We've talked about hooligans in England. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're just as much of an animal as anything else. But we're going to get to some uh, south of the border of us and our our, our neighbors in Mahiko. Murr, tell us about friend or foe. All right. I'm going to read a news story to you. I'm going to see if you agree. Or disagree, friend or foe, lions, tigers, and a monkey in a bulletproof vest. Meet the exotic pets of Mexico. Now, uh, just you know, a little behind-the-scenes baseball here. Um, so, Wes, you said, let me pick the friend or foe this week. Murr, uh, I know that you know which one I'm talking about. We're gonna do the we're gonna do the monkeys and alligators and lions and tigers. So, why did you want me to like? Did you have a specific question in mind for the uh, friend or foe, or did you just? We're just enamored by the animals. No, not necessarily a specific question. Just any time that it comes to, you know, the legal or quasi-toting, illegal or toting the line of illegal ownership or property of monkeys, you guys are all about it. <clears throat> We've done one where monkeys were uh, jesters in a bar, entertaining uh, entertaining bar hooligans and, and patrons. Uh, we did one where uh, monkeys were... Riding horseback on dogs, racing uh, for for betting purposes somewhere in the Caribbean, maybe South America, maybe Central America. Um, there's there's been numerous others, mostly involving monkeys, where you guys are like, yeah, amazing. These guys, look at this. They're enjoying themselves. You can tell they're laughing. I can tell. I'm a zoologist. I'm Brian Fellows. Uh, and you guys always just find a way to to friend it. And say, Wes, you're a hater. So I want to see if this might be different. I don't know. Well, it won't be. So let's get started. Amelia is a two-year-old spider monkey who wears jeans, crop tops, and Armani perfume. A popular Mm -hmm. TikTok account documents her busy life, trips to the spa, gym, and church, as well as elaborate birthday parties for other pet monkeys where she might cavort with friends in an inflatable bounce house and smash her face into a carrot cake. It is illegal in Mexico to own spider monkeys, which are critically endangered and trafficked from jungles in the country's south. That hasn't stopped people in the north of um, some town I can't... Calacucana. Um, <laughs> home to one of the world's most powerful drug cartels and known for um, ostentatious displays of wealth. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a long article, but I'm going to cut it right there. So, friend or foe, uh, these are critically endangered species of animals, right? Um, people are are clamoring for them. They're bringing them out of the jungles. Uh, if you're going to put your spider monkey 
in jeans and uh, adorn them with perfume that's more expensive than most people's weekly grocery trip, um, don't you think that these animals will uh, will flourish as long as they're being protected in the homes of the mighty drug cartels? So, friend or foe, should people not be allowed to own spider monkeys uh, in order to show them off and consequentially saving them from their impending doom? Wes? Wait, so there's no, uh, we're not talking about the tigers or any, anything like that. We're just, we're just focusing on the monkeys, the spider monkeys. I'm sorry. I mean, I could. I mean, it's okay. Want, no, we, I, we, can, we can focus on something. Wait, no, I don't know. What's the second part of this? I didn't read the article. They walk okay, they walk on tigers leashes. on leashes down streets and parade them in the backs of luxury cars. Socialites have formed private uh, monkey clubs uh, gathering uh, for extravagant Christmas posadas. <laughs> Tell your Jorge Posada joke. <laughs> posada, in, in my... <laughs> My interpretation of what that word is, Posada, is a celebration. And Jorge Posada, former catcher for the Yankees, name was George Celebration. That's right. And sadly for the Orioles, there was always a celebration in New York. Uh, most correct, of the time yeah. when he came up. Um, so one of the few veterinarians in North Mexico uh, trained to treat exotic animals, Roy Quintanaros, whose patients include Jesus. Amelia the Spider Monkey, and uh, his phone rings, often with calls from anxious pet owners. Once he was asked to treat a monkey that had accidentally consumed fentanyl. It happens. <laughs> he managed to save it. Another time, he helped an owner track down a tiger that had escaped into a canyon. Again, it happens. <laughs> then there was the time that Quintaneros found himself high in the sky in a propeller airplane along a... Uh, Seated, sedated 300-pound tiger, which he was helping to transport. Quote, I was terrified he was going to wake up. Quintaneros, who makes a practice of never asking his clients what they do for work, said that he had been um, threatened with death several times, including once when he was unable to save a monkey that died after consuming a toxin. It happens, it, I presume. Okay. It happens. His job is risky and... He's the first to admit, ethically murky. He fell in love with the animals as a poor kid in Sondaros State, where he began attending uh, goats at the age of nine. Decades spent working in zoos deepened his knowledge of how to heal uncommon animals, as well as his conviction that most people simply aren't equipped to care for creatures meant to thrive in the wild. Um, so look, here's what's happening here. One... These animals are being saved from a terrible, tragic life where they have to roam their natural habitats, which, if you're asking me, ain't too natural if they're dying in them. Am I right? And this guy is becoming a specialist in how to treat these animals. What if an animal randomly comes across a fentanyl tree in the wild? Mr. Quisnaros, he'll know how to go out and treat them. It's just... It's just science, Wes. That's all I'm getting at here. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to keep. You want me to keep reading the article? No, no. It goes. It goes on and on yeah. and on and on. This is a. This it's is an a depth article. What what uh, what platform was that? What uh. MSN. New, numerous. MSN. Now, Mr. Hanteros was actually only one of a handful of these uh, zookeepers that are more or less veterinarians for the cartels slash uh, tycoons who own these people. Like, hey man. 
uh, my tiger has, uh, his testicles have grown 15 times the normal size. I need you to come and rub them with the ointment. Right? Look, look, bottom line is, look, these animals are getting to live a lavish lifestyle. One mm. that you and I should obviously be jealous of. Yeah. Two, uh-huh. this zookeeper is getting just some hands-on knowledge about exotic animals that most people will never have the opportunity to get the experience in. And three, um, look, he's able to kind of maybe keep tabs on like what the other half of Mexico is up to. So you've got almost like a quasi-informant, a super veterinarian uh, in exotic animals. And look, the animals, I, look, I, I mean, look, we all like to dabble in our uh, own little vices here and there. If these monkeys and lions and tigers and all this are just spending all their time in the jungle, they may never know what a psychedelic mushroom trip would be like unless they were staying in the home of a drug-dealing Mexican cartel gang member. Mm-hmm. You're robbing of that. You're robbing them of that opportunity. I'm so sure. if you want to be faux, Wes, I'd like to hear your arguments. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, in a propeller airplane, I'm sure it's top-notch, grade-A, super-secure you know, regularly regularly maintained uh, cartel airplane. And then I'm sure the sedation method of the 300-pound tiger was, you know, safe and effective. I'm sure securing said tiger was something, you know, strapping it down, making sure <clears throat> it was it was safe and calm. And I'm, you know, they just or they just chucked it in the back seat. Uh, <laughs> you get the legs, I'll get the front, chuck it back in there. You know, you spin one propeller, I'll spin the other. We'll get this puppy going. Does that have gas? Yeah, yeah, it's got some gas. He's cool, gas. He's cool Bato. Listen, you wake up, you give him hot dog. He like hot dog. <laughs> you run out of hot dog, you better land. It's all Get about perspective, I guess, because all I'm hearing is a tiger, an exotic animal, being transported in the lap of luxury. He has a private plane, mm-hmm. a concierge doctor. He doesn't even have to suffer through the turbulence or the, the, the landing. He's administered professionally. Mm-hmm. Fucking anesthetic that puts him into a nice twilight state as he travels the globe through the air and then lands in some lush backyard owned by a fucking drug lord. I, it sounds good to me. Fuck, you knock me out and put me on a propeller plane with a concierge doctor. I'll roam a meadow in someone's yard. Like, I, that's fine for me. <laughs> sounds Sounds great. On, on a semi-serious note, Wes, like, what is the difference between owning, like, the pets that we own here in the States that are, you know, uh, commonplace, and, and doing this? I mean, at one time, these pets that we own were wild animals. If you go over to, like, the Middle East, and you find a dog, don't go petting Skippy. Don't be trying to, like, let him lick peanut butter off of a region of your body that you might think would be enjoyable for both of you. Like, don't let that happen, because you're going to die in a bloody mess in an unpaved street. I don't know what my point was. I just wanted to paint that picture. Wes? Wes? They've been... It's been bred out. They've been domesticated. Yes, you do have a couple wahoos that'll bite bite an owner or something like that, rip a nose off, but tigers, fucking lions, spider monkeys... Give them time. Give them time. That's what we're doing. We're domesticating these things. Why not? Why not? Everybody's so amped about saving these things, right? The best way to save them is to domesticate them. I feel as though anything that 
most things that can be domesticated for the most part have at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. Well, like, let's say like chickens. How long would chickens last in the wild if we didn't fence them in and take care of them? Like, they would just be like, they would just be fodder that you'd just be sending them out to slaughter. If, if, if all of a sudden, like, PETA was like, release the chickens, you'd have millions of, upon millions of Purdue fucking oven roasters just getting just slaughtered, and, like, the wolf population would rise. I mean, could you imagine what would happen if you let cows loose in America? Uh, well, cows, yeah. But I think I'm fairly certain chickens live in the wild currently. Like, yeah. I'm fairly certain chickens live in the wild in the United States, not just in like. Yeah. Go down Thailand. to Key West, man. They're all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Never been, but I've seen them on TV. Okay, <laughs> those are those are free range fucking like Buffett chickens, man. Like they like there's no predators out that way except for like me and you. Yeah, but that's kind of how that shit works. If there's no predator there, they the population flourishes. That's that's the food chain i i know I, so, okay so my point is if there's no predators in a fucking drug cartel's house then the spider monkeys will flourish yeah but that's that's assuming you've got multiple and they're gonna mate with each well, other you, well you need a few backups if you got a tiger in the house yeah like <laughs> yeah I don't, yeah i mean yeah presumably yeah. If you give of course the appropriate environment in a cartel, you put the bulletproof vest on it to protect it. You know, that's when right. a gunfight breaks out, because that's right. that's going to happen. I just like I, this is not. It's, you're you're talking about preservation of an endangered species. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is. This is people showing off their money by having an exotic pet. This is Tyson owning a tiger. But if you made it commonplace and you opened it up to people who were allowed to own them legally. Don't I'd like that? I'd like a spider monkey. Have him fetch me fucking like Coors Lights and like uh, go 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 get me my Tito's and cranberry juice and just like ha, 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 and he runs <laughs> off. He comes back and I don't have to do anything. And they're smarter than dogs. Like I could teach them to like measure out my vodka appropriately. Maybe even start mixing my drinks. All of a sudden, I got a monkey butler. And if yeah. everybody in America had a monkey butler, you're talking about like saving three million minimum. Three million spider monkeys that would be dead in the wild. You're, you, listen, I think, I get, I get what you're saying. You're looking at the upside of things. And I'm sure that that would be amazing. A monkey butler, even to the pessimist like myself, is like, hell yeah, you know, dress him up, get a little fucking, get a bow tie on him, call him, I don't know, butler monkey. That's the best I could come up with on the spot. But like, you're also, you're talking about generations of breeding out habits. Mm-hmm. and or certain things that, that are going to need to take place. These bastards are going to rip things. They're going to attack you. They're going to fucking ejaculate everywhere. I'm sure that'll be a fucking hoot. You could sit down to watch... Uh, My OnlyFans uh, channel? <laughs> sit, no, sit, sit down on a Sunday morning with pancakes to watch Premier League soccer on a Saturday and <laughs> a butt full of monkey jizz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's your thing. <laughs> What am I doing? How am I watching this game? (laughs) It got weird, apparently. But I meant you sat down in it. All right. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> didn't mean fornicate with a fucking monkey. Animals. Sounds hey. that way. Sounds <laughs> weird. It just kind of ended up inside me, okay? Yeah, it got strange. I could see where you may have, you know. <laughs> okay, I come back to this question. If yeah. they can't survive on their own in their natural environment and we want to save them, don't we have to remove them from the natural environment that they're not flourishing in in order to save them? So it's like it, you want one, you want the other. Do you ever consider which, that they're not flourishing because we're fucking destroying their natural habitat? Okay, then they're of no use to the earth and the lands, and they should just be eradicated. And if you want to save them, then you got to bring them inside. Inside your homes? Yeah. Or at least your fortress, you know. Sure. These cartels, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. It, 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 far be it from the North Mexicans, right? Because they were the ones who, who owned the... They're, they're, the spider monkeys are endangered, but it's enforced in the South. The North has more money. There's a lot more drug cartels, and they're the ones that are, like, poo-pooing this law, right? They're like, ha-ha, laws? What are you talking about? I have we two spider laws. monkeys. Ha-ha-ha. Yeah, have... they, the, they literally make the laws. The, the cartel literally supersedes the government at this point. So whatever they want to do, they're going to do. Oh, this is an illegal spider monkey? How about now? And they just sprinkle them with, like, gold dust and, like, I will take four spider monkeys now. Go get gotcha. them for me. You know where they are. spider monkeys at that point. Do your, gold, do, your, do your gold dust impersonation. <sighs> now go get me a monkey. I want him to be named Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> That's a rapper. <laughs> oh. Well, I, for one, I am friending the ownership of any and all animal, and owners should take on all of the risk, and if they are willing to do so, I think in order to save these creatures from extinction, if this is, if this is the lap of luxury they have to find themselves in, ooh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Spider Monkey. Come live in my home and eat my goods. Welcome in. You can wear my size... 5T toddler outfit that I bought you at fucking Boscov's. Wait, all right, put on. So, Murr, you live in a little more of a rural place. Alan, you live in a suburb of the city, but still a townhome where there's still thousands upon thousands of people. Would you want your neighbor or someone within close proximity of where you live owning a tiger? A tiger? No. Oh, yeah, okay, I can see the tiger. I'm concentrating on the monkeys here. Okay, fair enough. I thought we can we can leave the tigers alone. Monkey shit. Give me a monkey. Yeah. See. Huh. I don't know, man. I just don't want that little bastard just stealing shit, picking stuff up, and moving it. I get blamed for moving stuff all the time. What did you do with this? What did you do with that? I need. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know where my shit is. I've been pushing hard for a raccoon, but ah, man. (laughs) You think think a monkey's trouble? A raccoon's nocturnal. Bro, you'll be hearing shit at 3 a.m. that you've never heard in your life. Yeah, I know. Like, like E.T. getting fucking gang-banged. I'm kind of for it, though. I, I want, they're, they're fucking cool, man. That's all I'm mm. saying. I suppose. <laughs> if you like hearing extraterrestrial <laughs> fucking shit you ain't ever heard. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I, I, I listen, I, I'm not, like, sitting here saying go down the south of the border and round all these fucking cartels up and take the spider monkeys give give, they can have the drugs we're taking the spider monkeys like no okay i'm not that big of an advocate for it but come on like just sitting here saying like we're preserving the population like that's just 
That's a raft of shit. Look, obviously, they like the fentanyl. They'll be nice and tame. <laughs> Got to give them the right dose. Monkeys eating fentanyl. You could have a whole YouTube channel dedicated to that. If it didn't get censored. Well, you know. Got to break Bro. a few eggs and kill a few monkeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. That's our friend. We got two friends, and I'm like... Foe with a friendly aftertaste, kind of That's depending fine. upon the monkey. I'd be listening. It is entertaining. I would enjoy going to a party where there was a keg, uh, a little bit of a liquor cabinet, you know, uh, some some uh, some hors d'oeuvres, uh, some sliders, and a monkey doing something for entertainment. I'd be like, holy, wait, what, what did I just walk into? God Dude, damn. he pumps the keg and he hands out the little fucking triangle sandwiches. Mm. I don't want to touch in my food. He can keep his hand on that little ball and, and create the air pressure to keep the beer flowing. I don't want him touching anything that I'm going to consume in I my clean, mouth. Look, I clean my monkey, okay? <laughs> Monkeys clean themselves, actually. Self-grooming. This is that, that's like that whole argument, like, dogs' mouths, dogs' tongues are much more clean and sanitary than humans. Like, yeah, okay, fair enough. I've seen dogs lick their own assholes, bro. Yeah. Actually, that is wildly untrue. It's just that they can uh, withstand the disease better than... Their saliva is um, more potent than ours. But their mouths are far more diseased than ours. So, yeah, yeah, don't tongue-kiss your dog. That's fine. Don't tongue-kiss your dog and don't accept a slider from a monkey. I disagree with the second part. Why? Fine. Definitely, you you can do that. Yeah. Accept a slider? Dude, their DNA is so close to ours, it's fine. Kind of what? Just are we just spider monkeys specifically, or like? Well, what are you, like you gonna have a fucking here. a chimpanzee at your party? Yeah. Good luck. Noses are gonna get ripped off. Yeah. End of the day, yeah. I think chimpanzee. Chimpanzees a bridge too far. At least with a spider monkey, like yeah, they they might get some good licks in on you, man. But like you you punch one full force in the chest, you, you got a chance against spider monkey. You'll be all right. I mean, yeah, probably. But this presuming you're landing a fucking chest strike on a fucking spider monkey, and I don't think you're doing it. Well, say. You'll get him at some point. It'll all work out in the end. You might lose your face first, but either way. And that, my friends, is your friend or foe. All right, well, that's our friend or foe. So let's transition that. Let's do a little monkey roll. If that's a thing, and into our fun pack Friday. All right, let's get to it. You're officially time for your true facts that sound like bullshit. Your fuck me, I fucked up the entire intro. And I'm getting used to it. Still getting used to it. Third of the year, that's okay. And five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday, brought to you, of course, by our new friend, Cuckster for Life. That's Cuckster, the number four, Life on Instagram, go find the whimsical adventures of a depressed man in a corner with a radiator and some lube and a very loose wife. What? Look, <laughs> they're trying to keep tradition alive. They're trying to keep that. They're trying to keep that marriage together. Ten. They're survivors. Rumor has it the Custer's coming out with the top ten cities to cuck in, hitting your streets. You're gonna get on the get on the cuck train. Make a stop. Make at the Youngstown, Ohio's, and the. Are you going to witness? The cucking, or are you going to participate on his cuck world tour? Oh, so you're saying if when he advertises, hey, coming to a city near you, 
Is this like, hey, let me get a ticket. I want to cuck with you, or I want to uh, be in the squared circle as a performer? Right. Whew. I think it's probably both. I think there's like a, there's probably like a, an Eventbrite ticketing system. You know, like uh, if you're trying to get if you're trying to get in the ring, it's like forty bucks. If you're trying to like sit around with the cuckster and you know shoot the shit, maybe jack off together, twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Something like that. I don't know. Just spitballing. Yeah, you know, I take a ten dollar window seat from outside the Motel Six and just yeah, kind or of, ten or ten bucks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just kind of peer in, see what's going on. You can bring like chips and soda. You can bring a canned good. You get like five dollars off or something. <laughs> you know? maybe, I, maybe I let my monkey get involved. <laughs> Well, let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers. On a Friday, did you know the CIA used cats as spies? According to former CIA agents, the CIA surgically implanted cats with listening equipment and released them around sensitive Soviet locations during the Cold War. You know, the problem is they should have used spider monkeys. I mean, they're using cats and felines, I guess, because you can pet them. They can sit there and get... You know, chubby and and and, and you know, bury their nose into you, or their, their their forehead, and get uh, you know cuddly waddly. And maybe spider monkeys aren't like that, but uh, <clears throat> you know, but I just spit, I'm just spitballing here. It does make me wonder though, like, do Russians view cats the same way we do? Oh, I'm I mean, sure. Yeah. Are you sure? I feel like I did. I mean, that's like saying like, hey, I wonder if the <laughs> wonder if the Koreans uh, view dogs the same way we do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like I, mean, I think they view them as edible pets. You know, like if I find like a chicken, I'd eat it. Yeah, but see, over, like, pet. but like in Indonesia, like I thought, like chickens are more like chickens are more pet than food. Whereas here, they're definitely more food than pet. And I would say, like in a lot of Asian countries, dogs are more food than pet. Are cats still mm-hmm. pets in? Russia. I think that's a misconception. I think they're definitely more pet than food. But, like, some people got the hankering for fucking, you know, Scottish Terrier. And you got to fucking roast one up every now and then. But I don't think, like, most dogs in Korea get eaten. And, like, a few have cushy pet homes. I think it's very much the other way around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not like they come from a cartel, you know, the lot, <laughs> live in the lap of luxury. Well, I just want to warn you guys, I'm getting ready to use a, uh, a trigger word, so just be prepared here. Did you know Albert Einstein could have become the president of Israel? Careful. <laughs> not sure if this is going to set anyone off or not. In 1952, Israel offered him the presidency. Although the presidency is a largely symbolic position in Israel, the country's first president reportedly considered Einstein the greatest Jew alive. Huh. Did not know that. No, no, that does sound like that does sound kind of bullshitty, you know. What do you mean? Did you know if someone said that in a bar? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, I mean, I guess, he, I guess he did save a few lives <laughs> when you look back at it in retrospect. <laughs> well, not just that. I mean, he also, I mean, created mathematical form. Well, yeah, that, that one mathematical formula he created. <laughs> Ooh, that was a doozy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
But he didn't build the bomb. That was somebody else, you know? He just told him, like, he just gave him the, the, the secret code. He gave yeah. him the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start, you know? Right. You got him the 30 lives instead of three. That, now, do you think that this may be something where they look back at it in retrospect, look back at it, you know, through the times of history and realize, like, did, did it say in the fact if Einstein declined it or, or respectfully said no, no, thank you? sure that's the case that he was like i mean look from what i understand besides he was a he was a ponderer he did a lot of ruminating you know well, and he well this is what i'm getting at like if they had asked him he said no thank you and then 15 20 years later they were like oh boy what the fuck were we thinking <laughs> have that guy at the head of state that's a, that's a bad idea dude he couldn't even tie his shoes like right. literally he just never found it necessary to learn so he just wore slip-ons. Yeah, they were they, like he had the same. He wore the same five things Monday through Friday. Uh, not not like the exact same shirt, but had five of these same shirts and sports coats, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 dress pants. Uh, didn't there was like there was something else where his wife had to give him directions at the bus stop because he was so lost in his own thoughts and yeah, shit like yeah. that. But I mean, he thought he was able to mentally visualize the. Some of the great – it took 50 years for people to – it took 50 years of people trying to prove him wrong and finding out that he was right the whole time. Like just with – I mean that's that's wild. But yeah, you would think that that would make a good president, but apparently no. apparently not. Did you know Saudi Arabia imports sand? The quality of Saudi Arabia's sand is too poor to make glass. So they have to import it from other sandy countries. Hmm. I wonder what makes sand not good for glass making. Hmm. You know I, what I mean? I wonder if it's because, like, their sand is probably from, like, a once, like, lavish oasis that's, like, so it's just, like, all, like, decomposed, like, just rock and tree and all, you know what I mean? Like, organic materials. And whereas, like, if you're, like, uh... I don't know, like volcanic sand is mainly rock, so it would just melt down into pure glass. Yeah, I, I also like it's, this is all like someone like a botanist who could break down. And the way the, what I'm drawing parallels to is like uh, soil that's good enough to grow certain things, like eggplants in in New Jersey, whereas you go out to the Midwest and corn, and then certain places like the, soil, soil. You know, you put it in a jar and you send it to you know. A bunch of random people would be like, what does that look like? Well, that's soil. No, 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 no. This here is Georgia soil. This is growing uh, soybeans perfectly. And then, you know, the sun and the moisture and the amount, the amount of heat. Da, da, da. It's probably something like that. But yeah, like not, not for soil, but for sand, if you get what I'm saying. It's funny you bring up the, the whole Jersey thing because Jersey apparently is like world known, besides Italy, like the best tomatoes come out of New Jersey. Mm. There's like those little like weird oblong like egg shaped uh, tomatoes. Yeah, apparently they're perfect I mean, for like sauces, and they have a different flavor because of the soil. Just the the the. And I'm I'm talking about the right amount. I just mean the yeah. perfect to grow that crop. Right amount of heat and sunlight and and moisture, and that's what you get. You can grow them elsewhere, but not as good as right there. Gotcha. So, if you want to fucking know. The scientific reasons. Tell me about salty sand. Uh, yeah, so desert sand or sand like Saudi sand over there is mostly gypsum, um, so like drywall. Uh, so it gets it's like really fine and like powdery. 
Um, and you need silica in your sand to make glass, which makes perfect sense. So, yeah, the, it's just the wrong type of sand. It's made out of, mm. it's composed of different shit. So it's not good for glass making. So those assholes have drywall sand. They don't have glass sand. Basically, yeah. Mm. They have drywall mm. dust as sand. Mm. God. That's not too bad. I mean, Christ, I'm looking around my, my basement right now. Covered in drywall. Like, like I, was I got, just I got one window. Like, I was just reading. It was like, ask anyone that's been to like Iraq or Afghanistan. And then like, if you think to like, you know, seeing like Anderson Cooper out there fucking or being a goob in the fucking desert. Like when he's got sand all over him, he does look like somebody antiqued him and not like he was at the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's like kind of slightly absorbed the sand, not just like I threw sand at you and it fell off. Mm-hmm. It's you can tell, kind of tell from like now that I think about it, it's like yeah, it's like flour. That and that's a, that's amazing that you've learned the life skill to understand like what someone looks like when they've been antiqued versus when they haven't. That's I mean that's that yeah, right there well, was worth yeah. worth a couple credits in college right there. Yeah, at least. And finally, did you know Adolf Hitler was once nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? In 1939, a member of the Swedish parliament submitted the nomination, although, according to him, it was not intended to be a serious nomination, more of a way to make a point. What was your, what was your point? Yeah, what was the point? Yeah, I know. That's like just something you say when you've been caught. <laughs> like, ah, it's just, it was a joke. What was the joke? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I was just making a point. About what? You know, I mean, if he won, hmm? Huh? <laughs> It's it was invo- a just-in-case nomination. <clears throat> invited a bunch of people over for an orgy. When they asked me about it, I was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, no. I, I didn't know he, he was uh, Times Man of the Year. Yeah, well, so is Osama bin Laden. But I mean... Yeah, but that's the m- misconception. People always assume Times Man of the Year and think of something like great or, you know... Oh, no. Just, it just means they changed things irrevocably like yeah for better or worse like and they did they changed the dude we're still living in the echo of the second world war i mean all the way through the cold war still like that was all part of that i mean that shit's still going on yeah i think it's changed slightly but yeah generally speaking yes but all the building blocks are based on i mean look at what's happening over in israel right now that's all Still kind of attached yeah. to that one oh, global well, event yeah. Yeah. caused by that twat of a man. Yeah. You think maybe it was just a joke? Like, not a joke, <laughs> but <laughs> well, they said it was a joke. You think maybe it was like a, a bait and switch? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, hey, we're, we're nominating you for a Nobel Prize. Show up to see if you win. When mm. he shows up, they, you know. They like, they just, they like pigs blood them. Like they just give give them a bunch of dead legs and send them back to Germany with bruised, bruised quads. <laughs> Hit them with bars of soap and socks. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back to Berlin, motherfucker. Leave, leave them there crying. You understand that? Let the monkeys free. Let the monkeys <laughs> free. <laughs> that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> All right, I, I had to. Sorry, I have to reload this because every time I let this page sit for more than like five minutes, it goes to like some Norton antivirus bullshit. But tonight, on before you go, folks, you're in for a doozy. 
if you bear with me here, whoo, coming out of the Daily Mail UK. Uh, so Band-Aid Baby, I don't know what that means. Woman who married a rag doll claims she's pregnant with their second child after her husband, quote, cheated. Uh, a woman who hit headlines after marrying a rag doll. And by rag doll, I mean, this looks like your Aunt May just whipped up something for your fifth birthday on a whim and it looks like shit. Uh, and I'll show you pictures here in a minute, in a minute, uh, made headlines after marrying a rag doll has revealed that she is now pregnant with her second child, uh, and, and hopes, well, it says, and hops <laughs> and hops hopes, that, uh, this will save their marriage after finding out her husband cheated. Ooh. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend to know this woman's from Brazil. It's, Murray, you do your best, so I guess I'll do my best here. Uh, Maria Vonne Roca Morales from Brazil has gone viral many times over the past years after sharing her whirlwind romance with an inanimate object. A 37-year-old was thrilled to announce that she is expecting another baby with her ragdoll husband, showing off the pregnancy test on TikTok that appears to be positive. Uh, clips have racked up. Fuck, this is depressing. Over 369,000 views over the, with the couple saying they are, with the we couple. Just, we should just quit. <laughs> just, you just turn it off now. And we should just develop again. a mental illness. That's how you win this game. Dude, I'm telling you, we got to grift. We're just stu- we got to come back reskinned, fucking ready to fucking, yeah, re- that, that's right. That's twofold. I'll come hey, white look. face. You guys come black face. We, we are so happy. Do a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh there's their God. wedding. Look at that. Yeah. They, they go back and, and um, relive, relive classic. 250 people attended it, it said. God, what? Mm. I'm very pre- happy because I'm pregnant. This time we're going to have a girl. <laughs> we really wanted to get pregnant again. Marcella kept asking, or oh, we're going to have another baby. Oh, see, that's what happens. McAfee. Yeah, something. Anyway, uh, does... Does this warrant any type of actual deep dive, analytical, psychological, abnormal psychological analysis from us? Not that we're qualified to do such a thing. Or is this just more of a, a what Alan said, we need to grift 369,000 views. Christ, I, Dude, I don't look, know. Bottom line is journalism ain't journalism. And, then, and this chick's not terribly unattractive or anything. So she's obviously just getting banged and, on the side and she's 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 putting up a front with this rag doll and she's just making buku bucks. She's making buku bucks acting like a lunatic, which is what everybody on the internet kind of sort of is any which way. Anybody who makes that kind of money on the internet has a screw loose in some capacity. But I don't know. That does it, I don't I I would say this is this is a front that she's got this stupid rag doll. She says Sweet nothings to it on camera. People are duped. People think it's real. She's playing a good part. She could probably get on Saturday Night Live, I guess, if she wanted to. That's my mm-hmm. assumption, not having watched any of her videos. Because she's getting banged out by real human dudes. Otherwise, she wouldn't be pregnant. Mm. I think the, re- the real human dudes are producing these more, more of these ragdoll babies. That's wild. Maybe. <laughs> Twins, perhaps. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, maybe uh, if the children are in ragdolls, I'm gonna be sus- it's very suspicious. Very suspicious. What, what about an, an OnlyFans page? You know, you could do like, like I mean, you could start with just 
him laying down, obviously. But then, you know, to have it suspended like a, you know, some sort of Jim Hansen fucking Muppets type thing where it's like. Mm. I'm pretty sure that is already a genre of porn. But if it's not, she's already getting fucking 300,000 views on videos of just her talking to the puppet. Imagine the puppets getting in on it. But she could be the Jenna Jameson of this genre. The Marcelli Mariana of this genre, whatever her name was, I don't know. <sighs> it's pretty disturbing. I'm just, Mar- no, I'm depressed. I'm depressed the say, way Wes is depressed. I, it, I am, I yeah. am. I, I, I thought this was funny. I, was, I heard this on uh, 105.7, the fan going into work today, and I was like, God damn. And I started reading a little bit, and I was like, that's perfect. Cut, don't need to read any more. This is great for the middle class holes. Me and my two two of my best friends in the world who are just as dickheadish as I am are going to fucking tear this to bits. And once I read that, I was like, oh, shit. She's got nearly half a million views. What was their take on it? Oh, I don't know. That fucking, uh, that antivirus thing popped up. You want me to see, uh, see? No, I mean, we heard it this morning on on the fan. Like, what, what was their take on it? Oh, they were just mocking her. You know, just like, what about this? What what, that, what happens when this happens? You know, does she take care of everything? Does she uh, take his temperature? When is, what happens when he's sick? What happens when the child, oh, who yeah. provides a child care? Okay. All right. All I know is there's no way this woman is clinically insane. It's just that I'm trying to think of like other other people that have put together like quote unquote characters that fooled the world. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. That... They they put on a show, but that wasn't really who they were. Okay, like JoJo Siwa was that what her name was? Mm-hmm. Like she, she talked like this. She had to, oh my god! Oh my god! And she ended up just being a normal, like, gay girl. Yeah, <laughs> he, I think that was also that. That's a little weird though, because that's kid shit. Like she was like on Nickelodeon and shit. So like, no, she, she was a YouTube character. star. I don't think she was on Nickelodeon. Oh, I thought she was. I thought she was definitely on like Disney or Nickelodeon or something. She just found a niche that worked, and then when she got like kind of aged out of it, she just turned She's back like, into a. Right, cool. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I've made my millions of dollars acting like a unicorn high on cocaine and acid, and now I will just count my money in my living room with my That's new girlfriend. That's where it came from. She was a little kid on Dance Moms. She got abused by that big fat lady with the with the fucking like bouffant. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. You guys know what I'm talking. No, about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm glad I don't. Just I don't know what you're talking about, but your description is funny as fuck. She got abused by that big fat lady <laughs> with the bouffant. I mean, just look up Dance Moms and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. All right. Well, I don't know. Go home. I'm gonna go upstairs and cry. I'm gonna use those oh. tears as uh, lubricant to jerk off with, and then I'm gonna go to bed. All right, all right. Well, and I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll sit up late and I'll I'll knit you a new lady friend. <laughs> there you go. Don't That's get her all. pregnant. Yeah, no, no. I t- listen, 41 with no kids. This pullout game is crystal clear. 18 years, my friend. That's right. That's right. Alan, tell all the fucking doll lovers and. Monkey harvesters, where you can find, find us. us at fucking www.realdoll.com. Mm. Uh, we have new uh, suction mouth uh, attachments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, re- realistic anuses have just restocked 
uh, in all colors. Uh, you know, talk dark African, <laughs> Cambodian, <laughs> all your favorite colors. Get get your orders in. Breast milk, like you get pumped out. You get That's all, all your ticks, all your genres, all your little fetishes. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, if you want to hear more of this and give us maybe like ten views, you can check <laughs> us out on it on all your favorite social medias: Instagram, Twitter. We're at MDL Classholes. Uh, we're the middle classholes on Facebook and fucking TikTok, and I don't know what else do we got. Fucking mm. grinders, hinge, e harmony. Oh yeah, do we, oh, I still call it Twitter. I can't call it X. I'm sorry. <clears throat> It's just, it sounds dumb. It sounds like I don't want to use it when I have to call it that. I think he expects people to, I think he expects to keep for, I think he knows people are going to keep calling it Twitter, but I think for legal reasons, he, he wanted to steal X from Facebook because I think they had put in like something for it. And he's like, no, 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 it's ours now. I'll call it this. Even if they want it, they won't use it. So he's just holding, it's a placeholder. It's still Twitter because he's still tweeting on X. Yeah. Sounds pretty Elon of him. Yeah. But either way, hey, check us out on those places. And if you want to hear more of this, check us out Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. That's right. That's all the stuff, I think. Dance Moms. All right. Check us out on Dance Moms. <laughs> Dance Moms. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to leave you folks with a This Week in Class Holes history. This comes via, I think it's three years ago, one of Murr's. It wasn't a one and done. It was a three and out. That's right. That's who presented presented us with either this or that questions or hypothetical scenarios that really got the mojo or your IQ or your deep lobed, uh, deep parts of your brain that you haven't used in years. And this question was spawned upon us. If you were going to use a deli meat as your bed sheet for eternity, for the rest of your life, what would you choose? And I'm telling you, boy, hilarity ensues. Uh, check us out next week. <laughs> Enjoy what deli meat you use as your bed sheet. Think about it. Take care. Um, if your sheets had to be made of a deli meat, what meat would you want them to be made of? Oh, man. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a single deli meat, huh? It would probably yeah. be like... It would probably be some variation of like boar's head turkey, mm. or like a like a nice like uh, like black forest ham. Okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna go with ham. I've been on a ham kick recently, um, so ham, black forest ham. I think that'd be nice. Just, just a little nibble. Uh, there's a uh, there's some structure to the black forest ham with the the. Uh, the the black outline you know what i yeah, mean the bark like, yeah like, the bark yeah, yeah. yeah like so like a blanket would be nice like you, you, you know there's seams it's just a little bit more structure I, yeah i like it black for sam now my question for that though is like ham, ham's not ham's not necessarily like a breathable meat if you get what i'm saying are, like so are, are many meats breathable <laughs> has this been aerated has this been aerated if you had said cheeses, I might have picked the Swiss. <laughs> my, my temperature regulated, but I feel like I'm going to be eating my way out of this one. So, Black Forest Sam, sir. I, we'll come back to this. Wes, <laughs> a right. deli meat is a blanket. What are you choosing? So, is okay. My, 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 
breathable. I have, I have a very simple question. Is this a situation mm-hmm. to where uh, if I want to sleep comfortably, do I want to pick something that I don't want to eat? Or do I just want to eat what's on top of me? Um, I, I mean, I guess that's up to you, really. It's a personal preference. I would assume that since this is going to be kind of like, you know, your daily blanket, right. you're probably going to want something, um, you know, that's comfortable and not necessarily appetizing. Okay. And, and shit. if I go and uh, say I need to buy new sheets, do the sheets that I buy <laughs> just magically turn into this meat when they walk in through my front door? Um, I'm assuming it's kind of like the, um, okay, you know how like Arby's roast beef, there's like that whole like theory that it's not actual beef. It's just kind of like this gelatin substance that they have to like cure. So it would just be a big slab that, you know, it would be, it it would, it would would fit your bed. I would go to the uh, Arby's store to buy sheets. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Or re-up. Um, I mean, okay. I got the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Christ, we're getting sued. We're getting sued. Uh, I, I, all, all the locations just turned into a betting, a betting showroom. This here is edible, edible roast beef. Uh, I would pull a Costanza. My favorite meat is pastrami, and uh, mm. that's uh, you know that that that's the sub that he was eating while he was having sex. And uh, maybe I can pull a. I can one up, old Georgie boy. It's really like you, as you twisted through the night, you would just wake up, just like glistening in <laughs> grease. Though, well, I'd always have a a, a thing of spicy mustard on, on my bedstand, just to just to plop on that fucker. That's actually most meat in general. Oh well, yeah, in the Fox household, <laughs> mustard. <laughs> to mustard love and family okay Dewey I know this is a very outside the box question but if you had to pick a deli meat uh, as your sheet uh, what would you choose I don't want to eat it okay so I'm going with roast beef because there's it's not greasy that's true it's dry and it's, it's kind of it would almost be like a weighted blanket yeah I like Dewey's answer Though I will say, the only thing I will disagree with, same as Alan's, uh, roast beef, not a very breathable meat. Um, sorry. I'm not putting it over my head. <laughs> as opposed to, yeah, well, I was going to go with, meat. I was going to go with turkey because as we've discussed, turkey is already a dry meat. And I, I feel like once you've been under the turkey sheets for a half hour, 45 minutes, um, your body would essentially absorb a lot of the, the turkey moisture. And, you know, it might be a little dry. It might be a little scratchy. But it wouldn't. you wouldn't wake up in this, like, uh, this glistening glaze of deli goo. Do we? The smell, though. The smell of turkey. Yeah, it's yeah but it stinks. It's... Roast beef is shades towards neutral. It doesn't... I don't know, turkey, the day after Thanksgiving, burping up turkey, we've all been there. That's awful. That's, that's all that, that flows into my head thinking about laying under a turkey blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a sentence, it's a sentence no man ever thought they would utter. <laughs> it's a, 
That's all I ever think about when I lay under a turkey, a turkey blanket. Laying under a turkey blanket. <laughs> but I also, I also don't feel like I'd be compelled to like want to eat my turkey blanket because turkey's not without other condiments or uh, you know your lettuces or your tomatoes. Like I just don't feel like I'd be compelled, like in a drunken stupor, to want to eat my own blanket in the middle of the night. Whereas I feel like the rest of you might be munching down, especially pastrami, man. Well, wasn't there a That's... porno that you talked about where it was lettuce heads in a room? That was, that was me. That was Alan. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. I've yeah, had a couple short days. <laughs> the meat was, uh, the bed was actually made of pastrami. I forgot that part. <laughs> breathable meats. All right. All right. We'll figure this out. We'll get to the bottom of what a breathable meat is. <laughs> All right. I was seen to find myself today. Might be on ass fuck. I'm still riding like a pup. I fell down, but my dick's still up. Well, sometimes I may need a hand. When I'm just too drunk to stay I don't need your sympathy Keep your judgment too Cause you just give it a little pull And my dick's strong Like bull Ready to satisfy my woman The whole night through I get drunk 